Radio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and Average Arthur. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... to Football Daft, the daftest Scottish football podcast around. I'm Stephen Purden and let's welcome the team. First, a man who is feeling well again and took great delight in telling the Football Daft WhatsApp he'd managed to pass something solid for the first time in five days at the weekend. <laughs> it is none other than Chris Toll. You're fucking, you need to watch what you're putting in that group chat, don't you, man? Uh, you'll cop it. Uh, I, mean, I was eating my lunch when you texted that, but it was good to know you're all right. I mean... I thought it was just cosy. I said game at the weekend. No, I went. Well, I done bold for him daft, didn't I? I took <laughs> my dumbass on and I So I wasn't aye. avoiding the show. Aye. What happened was I went to the pictures, right? <laughs> went to the pictures with my wee cousin, went to see Candyman. What a shape, by the way, don't want to see it. Had a hot dog. Mm. Next day, for about three days after it, shaking through the eye and he do. Really? Honest to God. You know, take any modem? I did. I took. It's, it wasn't called a modium, it was called... Biscopan. Biscopan, that's mm-hmm. the one. And now let's welcome a man who's given <laughs> us the lowdown on what to take if you're feeling a bit bloated and need a jobby. It is great. What are you saying to it? I feel bad now, but if you weren't no well because he was caught, weren't we just kind of saying that... Like, Aye, um, but right, come on. If it, it wouldn't have been normal if Chris Toll pulls a sickie the week after Rangers beat Celtic. We can't no mention... Anyway, I've never missed a, a show You've after not, a exactly. Rangers game. No, it, was, it was because you, you, you pulled it and then 15 minutes later you were sending us <laughs> uh, TikTok on I've absolutely dashed home if you work. I've rushed home. We've had to do it remote. You know what I mean? I mean, they do it. I'll pull it out. Let's get going. We've not got a guest this week. Let's, let's just make it where it is. Toes, no, here, fucking phone's gone. Ding, ding. Look at this. Ding, ding. Look at this. Look at this, boys. <laughs> sitting in your fucking wanking chariot, loving life, man. Probably sitting on the fucking toilet, to be honest with you, man. <laughs> But you're feeling better? I'm all better now, lads. I'm all aye, better now. Even aye. though you pulled me out of my bed today. I nearly didn't make it there, no? So where were you meant to go, f- go for lunch then? Well, right? I was leaving it to Chris Toll. It was his idea. I just, know, man. Um, I'm like, why go for lunch? Like, I'm sitting there right about half 11. I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm like with time grade, though, right? You know. would have been like, at one o'clock. It's fine. We'll oh, still make it there. I can't even imagine. But I'm sitting there at <laughs> half 11, right? And I'm going, and Nicola, she's like, I'm going to make, she's going to make poached eggs and toast, right? And I'm like, no, going for lunch with Toll. She had a lunch. I'm sitting there going, I've not heard of him. You've texted saying I might be there earlier. I was going to say, you do I go for lunch? But I thought he's already mentioned it. You do, I know you'd, you were away with your showbiz pal. I agree, though, I'd already be for coffee. Aye, we. You were. Arabella, we are start of the fast show and two doors down. So mm-hmm. as we heard, we went to Epicures. Epicures in the West End. You tried that? She got me a, she she got me a, pro, she bought me a protein bar for some reason. Where was she? She got me a protein bar. Where was she wearing? Uh, let's see. A green cagoule. Uh, <laughs> Why do you go for lunch with somebody and buy a protein bar? No, she went on the show, she says, do you want that? I've bought that for you. So what the f- she's what drinking, I go to the gym or something. So she was wearing a green kegel. She wearing a green kegel. Did her bum look big enough? We're off, we're off. Down. That, that she t- wants to come on the podcast, by Did the way. She? Mm-hmm. That, by the way, I took some building that. Day. Sorry about that there, boy. <laughs> You did, you, you laid the foundations. That was kind of like, that, that was a long-term project there. <laughs> you go there, Bob, mate, you I go know. there. Get there in the end. I she wants to come on the podcast. I, she, I, she says, I don't know, nothing about fucking football. I'll come on for you, Grainer. Can I like you, you Grainer. brother, Davey, on? How do, you, how do you know so much about her? Like she's best pals with David Tennant, you know that? Davey Weir, you're Davey Weir, her name's Annabella Weir. <laughs> 
Oh, right. I thought because she's been. He rushed in with that job. He didn't, he didn't put the graft in. Right, so there's no football daft meets this week because uh, we just couldn't get a guest. And there's, there's no Rangers or Celtic daft this week due to the international break and the fact we didn't book a guest. But we are back next week with a vengeance because the real football's back. Uh, right. Ross County, time. baby. Right, and remember, there is over 100 episodes of the show where you get your podcast right now. So check the archive for chats with the likes of Billy Gilmore, Andy Gray, John Hartson, Marco Negri, Charlie Adam, and hundreds more. But what's been happening in Scottish football? I'm going to put my goalies in the vice right away. I didn't see the Scotland game. Well, uh, did you bet them? You never saw bet them? Did bet them? No. Maybe there was three of them. Moldova, Austria, and Denmark. I oh, saw so there is, aye. I've not seen anything. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the second half of the Austria game, that was a bat. I, I, I watched I, some of the Moldova game. I didn't see it. In fact, what was I, the would, game? I would like to defer to producer John because he's scoring. Aye, aye this is your Saturday, Saturday, I was out with the boys' day out. That was a Moldova game. I was pissed by the time that kicked off. The other night, I had a leak in my sink, so I had to kind of fix that. I had the game but on the background. In, <laughs> in summation of, uh, of, of the games, Denmark, shite. They're a very good team. They get a very good football team. Moldova couldn't take our chances. Still a bit shy. Nathan Parson, they really. No, it's worries worrisome for me. But Israel turned Austria over five two, right? And then Denmark went out and fucked Israel five nothing. Well, there you go. Aye, there you go. When did they play Israel? Austria were good. We're good against Austria. When did they play Israel? It's October, isn't it? Yeah. And so let me get that right. So they're sitting second to qualify. So what? Yeah. So as looking yeah, good. Yeah, that's it? a playoff, is it? No, if you finish second. Playoff for second. So we've still got Israel at home and Moldova and the Faroe Islands away. <laughs> um, Are they not a bit of a bogey team for Scotland, Israel? Right, so beat Israel at Hamden, winning the Pharaohs next month, followed by I, victory Moldova in November. The Denmark, and the, then that's Denmark's the our last game is Denmark at um Hamden and that's basically just that could be a deep rubber. rubber. That that's just done. Aye, that, aye. If we we win those three games, the, the Denmark game. The hardest game really is Israel game, isn't it? You should beat Moldova and the Pharaohs. You would hope so. I, I'll tell you this, I can see Moldova being a Think so? Honestly, uh, I know they're bombing. I know, the crowd, they're not getting I know. points or anything like that, but it's just pure Scotland. It's very Scotland. Yeah, it's very very Scotland. Mean, John, I mean, you're always feeling like a fucking tatter army. Come on, Mijang. I thought they played very well against uh, Austria. It was a really good match. I know you guys didn't see it, but it was a really competitive, good match. They looked, looked pretty good. Played through the lines really well. Um, but I know, and I was saying, she had <laughs> I tell you what, Shea Adams, what a find for Scotland. He's going to be aye, by the way. Aye. He looks a right. Do you know what? Right, I did see bits and bobs on the Austria game. Uh, obviously, I stopped my plumbing when I seen London Knights got to take the penalty and all that. Uh, do you know who is looking very good? Callum McGregor. Callum McGregor. He's a different player. He's looking very, very good. And Billy, Billy, Billy Gilmore. I mean, just that. I'm always waxing lyrical about Billy in this show. He's a friend of. He's probably one of the main reasons I watch it. Watch the football just to see how he's getting on. For fuck's sake, you went down to Manchester last week. Exactly, I know. Obviously, you're going to turn the telly on. He's doing good, isn't he, man? Yeah, he's good. He's a star. I mean, there was a couple of points where you're going. He's playing a pass, and you go. 
other players are in the same level as him because he's seen things two, two moves ahead do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah that, that's it's a very intelligent football and I did see a tweet the other day it's like name me another under 21 football better than Billy Gilmore in Europe right now and do you know what you'll struggle you will struggle you'll be Mickey we that wages and Mbappe these days I know Bellingham oh, Bellingham about him. <laughs> Bellingham Bellingham uh, Jude Bellingham that's, a, that's a good shout yeah. but, uh, there's, there's, he's, he's up there he's certainly up there I try, I'm racking my hands now. Apart, apart, apart from him, I can't thank you anybody. Nathan Parson. Oh. <laughs> right, on yeah. to domestic football, yeah. right? Bad news for Rangers. Yanis Hadji, right? They're talking about this whole, the rules, is it? Is it the rules in, uh, where was it, Macedonia? Macedonia. Right. So they're saying if it's 10 days isolation, if you're still having symptoms, then it goes to 20 days. Am I, am I right? Am I yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. But that's, that's been, 20 days is off the table. Gone there, isn't it? But right. I think he still has to isolate for, for the 10 days, but he should be available for the European match, I believe. I think that's what I've heard. It's no 20 days. I think he should be okay for the Leon game. That's yeah, what I've heard. Yeah. Is it a big miss for his? Uh, Do you know something? He's. How would you agree though? Well, it's, it, it's a good player. Haji, Haji's, he's, he's, I he's would say. He's a moment of magic, isn't I, he? I wouldn't say that it's too hard to say he's inconsistent, right? It's too hard to say that. Is but it's not. Mm, it's like, you can, can go missing for a couple of games and then when the third, say, plays two games where you don't really notice him, mm-hmm. then the third game, mm-hmm. he, fuck, he looks tremendous. I, was, like, oh, Haji, Haji, Haji. I was watching, but I texted this morning, I was watching that Relentless, the thing, the Rangers, the story of 55, right? It's on. Available now on Rangers TV, 499. Yes, 499, and it is an absolute steal at 499. It's a watch and a half. Uh, did you cry? I was close to, I'm not joking at the end, I was nearly reading my oh, right? But Haji, just talk about him, there was wee bits coming up, and you actually don't realise how much that guy done last season. Aye. Well, mm. me and you sitting moaning about him sometimes. Exactly, aye. But he's, I would say, he would be a miss, Crystal, to answer aye. the question, he would be a miss. Talking of misses and big misses, is Kyogo Furuhashi injured because he limped off the pitch in Japan's victory over China? What were you saying to that? I don't know what's happening. Um, there's not really been much of an update about that it. That would be a big miss, wouldn't it? It would be, aye. Um, but we'll get... Funnily enough, a wee bit of um, reserves now in place for, for that to happen. If he goes out, then we've got big Janaka Makalis. But you say Yakimakis plays through the middle, right? Aye, you've got um, Jota on the left. Aye. And um, you've got a bad on the right. Oh. Sorry about the noise in the background, Cass. It's like, it's like I, knew, I knew we shouldn't get the punters on the studio. Here, is this the geezer that um, swapped a Celtic scarf when he was a boy? I'm not any demands, mate. I never put all the cannibal played with the Celtic. Jota? Like, so the guy that, is this who the guy we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, all, he's, all, he's always liked Celtic because, he, where was he, was he Fagan? Benfica. Benfica. He, he, Benfica, he yeah. went to a Benfica and Celtic game and he met a, a Celtic fan after the game and they, they, they swapped scarves. So he's always had a, a wee liking for Celtic because he kept the scarf. See, mm. see when new signings come in with a story like that, I just think, what a lot of shit. Thank you. you know what, I think, see, you've always got a wee thing, but like, I played with Everton and Champ Man back in the day. And I've always got a wee sore spot for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when you've no fucking signed for everyone. <laughs> it's like when George Edmondson came to Rangers and there was a member of the photo getting flung about him and the boy wearing the Rangers talking about that. And then you sign players like, I don't like Graham Dorans up your Rangers, Rangers. I don't think it ever works out, man. Uh, Do you know what I mean? But it just, but then if you listen to see other other clubs, it's the same shit. On this this club's got great history. Aye. This club's got great history and the tradition and the prestige. They say about every team, didn't they? 
Aye, all the time, all the time, mate. I just, I, I mean, I'm just, I mean, if Kyo goes out, mate, I think that's a big miss. I think that's in. No, no. No against Ross County. Really against no. Ross County, yeah. but, but I, if it's a, if it's an injury. Europe coming up as aye. well, so aye, it's a, it would be a big miss. But I you know, never know. Well, I say he's this big Greek fella could be the second coming of Mark. What's his name again? Uh, G- Gennanakopoulos. <laughs> Gets different every time. <laughs> Martin Boyle uh, is missing also. Edinburgh Derby this weekend. Yes, and he, I don't know if he's watched the Australia versus Vietnam game the other night. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, he's, an, he's an expert in Australian football. Did you watch, did you, did you watch him, mate? Uh, sure did, mate. Uh, <laughs> Big Tom Rodgick, <laughs> done well. Who won Australia Vietnam? I'm just curious. I think Australia won. Yeah. Did they? What was the score? 17 <laughs> 1. I'm just guessing, I'm just guessing. <laughs> Why are you just making assumptions, John? I don't know. Vietnam made a pull out of victory. You, you talk and I'll find out the score. <laughs> He's been half injured in the Australia versus Vietnam game. Hamstring, <laughs> hamstring injury, which could mean he misses Sunday's Edinburgh Derby. I'm going to watch it. What? What did you say? Man. I think I know he was Australian. Is he Australian, my boy? Aye. Nah, he's, he's Scottish, but he's one of those yeah, ones yeah, that yeah. was he getting in for Scotland. So oh, like, um, five, like Kamar, Kamar Roof and aye, aye. Uh, Jamaica. We got Dykes, they got Martin aye, Boyle. Aye. Pretty much. It was 1 0 Australia, aye. by the way. It I was 1 0 Australia. That wasn't a very fair swap, was it? Nah. Martin mm. Boyle for Lyndon Dykes. <laughs> According to this, Roddy Grant scored for Australia, so I don't know how up to date that is. Oh, our Grant scored, I'm assuming it's not Roddy Grant. Right, here's the boys, right? Three international games there, didn't they see them? International football. Mm-hmm. In the current climate. Oh, like, like tournament. Do we need three games? Do we need an international Right, here's the thing. Do we need an international break so early into domestic seasons? And when it is an international break, do you need three games in that know, I've got an idea for what I want you to right. Go for that, I love your ideas. Post season. They hold a tournament to qualify for the World Cup. Don't do it throughout the year. Do it post-season. Your World Cup qualifiers are held within four weeks. It's quite good. Right? Mm-hmm. You've got your one group. Whoever goes through for that group plays in the World Cup the next year. That's a brilliant idea. But, but, but then, hold well so on, how many groups are there? Well, would, would, you do, would you do like Group A is in Greece, Group yes, B is in yes. Holland? One one, Aye. one mm-hmm. country gets to host a Aye. different group. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, a, that's a great idea. They might end up doing that because this isn't going anywhere soon, no, do you know what I mean? I they're going to have to fucking deal with it. That's a brilliant idea. I think it's I think it's Serious tight. Like, you see the amount of players getting fucking... Covid, not well, you know, like Hadji, aye, he could have been dubbed up in Moldova for fucking twenty mm-hmm. days or whatever he was in Macedonia. And you think that the, it would be safe because I'm sure they're all pure geared up. They're on the plane together. Mm-hmm. They walk through. I mean, what the dentist was if they're going to the boozer last to get to the hotel? You're in your bubble. Do you know what I mean? So. Like, it, I, I don't know why they've not even thought of this. I guess mm-hmm. it's money when it comes to the mm-hmm. FAs, like your FAs, Scottish FA, all the FAs across the world need to make their money across the year, get used to the, the national stadiums, get mm-hmm. use of, you know, mm-hmm. get yeah. the merch out there, all but, that sort of but stuff. But then you need to take into account the revenue that it would bring to the country. Well, that's true. If there was a tournament uh, each, yeah. each year. You know, uh, and and you would sign, it's a great idea. And you, and you would have countries like Macedonia and stuff like that uh, 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 hosting an international tournament. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the fucking? It would be brilliant for all of them. This <laughs> is the only other spot I made there. Then San Marino scoring a goal on it. Did they? They were like, they were like four 0 down us and they scored a goal and they celebrated like they'd won the tournament. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's fucking brilliant. Like every team's like, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Uh, Have a wee and uh, and San Marino a wee tournament. I mean, uh, well, imagine a wee tournament in San Marino. Uh, what a beautiful uh, place that is, uh, isn't uh, it? Uh, We're looking out in the AC. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're shite at football, but it looks gorgeous. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
Is he angry though? Uh, I'm just... That's going to be the one this weekend at San Marino. What a beautiful country. <laughs> did did you uh, hang with? Did you see that when they came on with the Brazilians? Is that when you're repage about the Brazilian FA? Is that when you're for that? Is it George actually would have been on it, man? I know, it was mental, wasn't it? It was crazy, wasn't it? The guy just... A few bad apples spoiled it. Later on, Trips, we'll be speaking to you guys on Open Line and we'll be playing for Pies in the Player Profile Playoff on a big question we chat about that Braveheart statue at Breaking. And we review last week's swankiest moments with El Dorado Tonic Wine and you get to vote on a new one. And Grado has three riddles also. And on teammates, it is Big Bad John Hartson. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident. Call them now on 01698 767 172. Let's talk about G4 claims because if you've been in a road traffic accident and it's not your fault, G4 claims can make it easy for you. They will provide you with complete accident management support that you require and they're going to recover your costs from the at fault party. Now, they will sort you out with a like for like vehicle replacement and they're also going to organise your vehicle to be repaired at one of their approved body shops and returned back to your front door. Now, should your vehicle be deemed a right off, they're going to recover the pre-accident value for your car and write you a big fat check for it and best of all, it's not going to cost you a penny as they charge the at fault insurance direct. They don't cold call, they don't buy data and once they've processed your claim your insurance will remain unscathed. And the best thing is, Nicole and the team over there, they don't take on your case if they don't think that you can help you. So, if you've been in a road traffic accident, or you know someone that has, get on to G4 Claims on 01698 767172. That's 01698 767172. Get them on the internet, not at faultclaim.com, or find them on social media under G4 Claims Limited. G4 Claims, not, not at fault claims, made easy. 100% of your claim. G4 Claims. That was G4 Claims. Football daft open line. It is the open line, of course. Where anything goes, you may want to talk about Scotland's chances of reaching the World Cup. Are we going, boys? I don't know. Maybe. We're going to hold my breath. No, 50, no. 50. 50, 50. 50 50. Maybe get a Sadie in the Edinburgh Derby this weekend. That's always a good top game. Of the, top of the league. It's always a tasty affair. Isn't it? Where is it? Easter Road or Tencastle? I don't know. What. Or maybe you want to challenge the phrase that it only takes one bad apple to ruin the punnet. Spoil the punnet. Spoil is it spoil the punnet, Chris, is it? I can't remember, but yes, I totally agree. That would be a good question. <laughs> That's a very good question. That is our panel of football experts, Stephen Purton, Gredo, <laughs> and Chris Toll. I will go to Somebody's getting shot. Fucking Bill. Jurassic Park at them. It's like fucking opening scene for Saving Private Ryan, man. <laughs> We're hearing a lot of construction going on in the background of the G4 oh, studios oh, today. I hope it's construction, not gunshots. Uh, let's go to our first caller on the open line. It's Mark. How you doing, Mark? I'm good, guys. How you? Sorry, I can't hear you, Mark. Can you speak louder? There's a fucking jigsaw getting used next door. I'm doing good, guys. How you? Good on, Thanks for coming on, Mark. Thanks for having us on again, guys. Yeah, yeah, welcome. Hey, you You're an Angels supporter, are you on? Because Chris was off last week and you just wanted to get around toll. Ah, oh, God. Oh, not at all. Not at all. But you think Scotland's chances are... Um, I thought they had a good performance uh, the other night. Um, kind of brings us back into it a wee bit. I think it's going to be difficult. 
um, to qualify, like, but it gives us a wee bit of positivity for the next. Round I'm going to go. I'm going to go on a here, and I'm going to say that Scotland will be in Qatar in December 2022. I I just I I don't know. I'm still quite fifty fifty with the whole thing. I think it's a shame. We always I don't know. We always seem to get a team in our group that's fucking flying. I see Denmark on a mad run. Mm. It's like there's always a team, but I just and you look at. England, they're always the ones that are on a run, aren't they? And their qualifying group, they just always steamroll, steamroll a qualification. But I think we've got a chance. That, that result all night's massive. And the thing is, the, it's still there to play for, mate. And we could get there. But like you say, even getting into a playoff, finishing second, it's going to be very difficult. It's, it's in our own hands. Aye. But you know the history of Scotland. Scotland's hands are like fucking decrepit. Oh, fucking, fucking <laughs> Far fucking bottles. Fucking... <laughs> 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 fucking I, I, ju- I think we'll be there now. I, I just hope we're there because I, I did fair enjoy the Euros this year for a change and being involved in it. Mm. And I hope we, hope we qualify. 100%. Do you know that? <laughs> Might just fucking head over for a wee football daft guitar. What party. I mean? We'll be doing panel, mate. Right. Right. Oh, is, it, is it in December? Uh, I think it's in December. For us back after this year. It's because it's so it's hot. 2022. Grado, it's because it's so hot in Qatar. So what did the normal fat bar, the is getting abandoned and what, there's a, a four weeks out. Oh, this is mental. So, <laughs> it's like, so when will it stop? It's the 17th, I think the World Cup I final. Mean, final. It's <laughs> 17th, <laughs> 17th of December. I think the World Cup final is the 17th of December. This is mental. So, right, so, so it will stop in like maybe September then? For, that's got, that's no, 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 it's going to stop. It'll stop at the end of November, it must be. The, the, the World Cup final's a week before Christmas. Aye. That'll be shite. So we'll, so we'll go summer with foot football and then it'll be on for a couple of weeks and it'll stop I for another last year. We'll go summer with football. The season's getting moved. Aye, there might be summer football. So we could be seeing like maybe June, end of June? Possibly. That would be good. That would be brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. But I'm looking down, uh, Mark, I'm looking down the, the sort of people that runners up because it looks like we're going to finish second. Well, I think we can only finish second now. So, like, looking at the, the people we might face in the playoff, here's the, who's sitting in second at the moment, boys. It's not a good reading. Uh, Serbia, Sweden, Switzerland, Ukraine, Czech Republic, Norway, Russia, and Albania. And then Armenia as well. Give so, us Albania or Armenia or Ukraine. I don't want Albania. Albania are flying the now, man. Are they? Aye. Albania Aye. are flying the They're now. in England's group, obviously. They're, uh, Give us Armenia. Armenia then. We're all Give for Armenia, Armenia then. Aye, so, um, I fingers crossed that we can make We have to consolidate this second spot first, John. <laughs> consolidate the second yeah, spot yeah, and then we can worry yeah, about yeah, the playoff. Uh, how Scotland in the line will be bottom and we'll be like, oh, no. How Scotland would it be, Mark, if we... We beat uh, Israel, then we beat Moldova, Moldova, and then we lose. <laughs> we lose <laughs> and fucking the Pharaohs. We lose to the Pharaohs, and we've got to beat Denmark to get into oh, the fucking players. Oh yes, that just sounds like Denmark it has. by two goals or something. Aye, exactly. Aye. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Mark, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank really appreciate that. Thanks to Mark for that. Uh, let's move on to our next caller on the open line. He's no stranger to the open line. We all know him as. Kev the chef, 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 K
it's for right. phone fuck. Kev, right, well, see, see how a podcast is generally something that you consume with your ears, right? But you're wanting to come on the open line and show us around a golf you're, course. You're going to need to talk us through it, Kev, because Aye. for our listeners who'll be listening, you describe and give us a in-depth description of what we're seeing here. Uh, fucking bonkers, mate. <laughs> 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 By the way, I've saw, I've saw folk edit. I've saw Aye, folk seeing so pictures on Facebook. What's good? I give, uh-huh. give, give, what's the, what is the, the name of said venue? So the said venue is Golf Fang. Golf Fang. And that's in Finiston, yeah. isn't it? Yep, yeah, it's in Finiston. So it's a company from Liverpool who have companies called Ghetto Golf in England. Mm. So the guys want to branch out uh, and they want to take it abroad. So ghetto in different countries mean different things. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we have been the first uh, venue to be called the new kind of golf thing. Uh, and everybody's going to merge into that same kind of company. And we're going to become a company called uh, the Big Fang Collective. Mm-hmm. Nice. Is it, is it, see gold fang as in gold fang your teeth are like wow fang. 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 T-H-A-N-G. No, G O L F F A N G Fang oh, Adam Lee. Fang. Oh, so it's Golf Fang, I like your teeth. 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 I we don't even need a plug in. We're booked out every single night. That's brilliant, mate. See, when you come in, is there, a, is there a song playing? It's, Go Fang! No. You <laughs> make my heart. So. It's, it's all urban music, mate. It's a playlist from, like, the owners have made up a playlist. So urban music. It's all kind of urban music. Right, okay. Brilliant. Do you know I put football daft on, Kev? Right? Football daft. The next time we can be day out, we're going to come through then, Kev. I, 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 I told you to come in the last night. We were all again. busy, mate. It was why they were sorry, mate. I wasn't busy, but I wasn't coming myself. Aye, <laughs> right, but we will get a day out. We will, why? It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Absolute pleasure. And make sure everybody goes down to Goldfang yes. in Finiston so they can check out and say hello to Kev the Chef and start chatting them. Kev the Chef! Kev the Chef! Kev the Chef! Kev the Chef! So thank you very much to our open line callers there, Mark, and of course, Kev the Chef, who really doesn't get the concept of a podcast and the fact that it's something you listen to and don't do a walk around a crazy golf course. But thank you as ever, Kev the Chef. And remember to go out and check out Golf Fang and Finiston. If you want to be in the open line next week, preferably not showing us around a golf course, you can do that. Check out Twitter and all the social media and all the social medias to get on. Football Dafts. Big question. This week, Breakin unveiled a statue of Mel Gibson's Braveheart outside the ground that has went viral. If you haven't seen it, Chris, would you like to describe it? This is this is the first time I've seen it. I only seen you don't see this. I only, seen, I only seen Ryan putting it in the group chat. Right. And I had no idea what the connotation was. Right, Chris, exactly. for the listeners, Chris, do your best to describe right. that. It kind of looks like. A Viking that stood on a bit of Lego and he's barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it looks a bit. That's no showing all it. I know. Do you know that it's got like a decap? He did he he did its feet. Has it? It's for wings and all that. I think is it those yeah. two? Do you know what? I can actually see Mel Gibson in it. It's better be Mel Gibson. 
It's meant to be Melbourne. That's why everybody. Because I remember when I first came out years and years. Do you know? Because this is the fourth place that's fucking turned up. Uh, they can't get rid of it. They can't get rid of it. And because it's meant to be a William Wallace statue. But they fucking just copied like Mel Gibson as if, as if Mel Gibson looked like William Wallace. It's like that one picture of Jesus that everybody thinks that's what Jesus looked like. Aye, that's brave. That's, and it's brave far as if he's got a name, do you know what I mean? Check it's worse than the Ronaldo one. It's up there, isn't it? Aye, it's not ah. as bad as the Michael Jackson one. I've not seen that one. Oh, oh, that. Oh, Michael Jackson inside Fulham. You just talk amongst yourselves. I'm getting they, they moved it from Fulham's ground into the, I think it was the football, the football museum in the. And you know the big one, the football museum that they've got down south mm. in Manchester, I think it is the FA New Museum or whatever. And they moved to Michael Jackson, and then they, they binned it out of there do as you well. Remember, do you remember when Mohammed Al Fayed uh, unveiled it? It was, it was as if it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> oh man, what was, was there any connection for Philip and Michael Jackson? Aye, Aye, what, Al Fayed. That's it. Aye. That's a cracker, man. Michael Jackson done the halftime draw song. <laughs> did he? I know, did he? 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 Did Fucking Moldova! That <laughs> 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 uh, is an absolute car crash, one. Oh, it's wow. horrible. It reminds me of somebody. It's like uh, Han Solo and the Carbonite. <laughs> no! Do you know what it's like? It's like that guy that, with the bald guy that's on, on, the, on the Eckies. And it's like a film <laughs> dancing. <laughs> Right, so we asked some of the listeners to caption it, and Lester Green has got in touch and said, Oh, you, I'm on the night shift. <laughs> Marcus Brown says, Lion King starts, <laughs> Kenny Bodger says, Watch me throw this Malteser up there and I'll catch you with my mouth. <laughs> Martin Sheffield has got in touch saying, These swedgers are fair kicking in. <laughs> Kev the chef says, that's not where you're meant to put that hamster. Alan <laughs> 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 oh, Muir says, when you batter your pinky toe off the corner of the bed. That is true, yeah. Uh, Mick McFarlane says, they, they may take your football, but they'll never take your hedge. <laughs> I, I get that. Stephen's got in touch, I'll let Grado say this one. Very top end of Stevenson. <laughs> Scott also got in touch. <laughs> Eleven! <laughs> William says when your mash out you when you're playing football with your mates. Andrew Blake Blake says, I can't read and I can't write, but that doesn't really matter because I'm a breaking city fan and I can drive a tractor. Oh, <laughs> love that, love that man. Oh, yeah. Craig Fitzpatrick says, every more shouting, dinner's ready. And then he goes on to say again, Dinner's ready! <laughs> Stephen 35 says, I see green black pudding for fuck's sake. Taco says, I'm gonna come! <laughs> and last but not least, Jordan says, There's no such thing as a pun at a fucking apple. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Jordan. <laughs> Football daft. With G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. 
It's a player profile playoff with PySports.com on Football Daft. Remember, PySports will give you the taste of Scottish football right to your door with lots of your favourite Scotch steak and gravy, macaroni, the chilli pie, they've got the cheesy bean. Go and check out the website for all their selections. Uh, we like to give away pies on this show every week. Um, and the playoff and on today to play is Gavin how you doing Gavin? Ah no bad John yourself? All good mate all good uh, are you a fan of pies? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? Are you a fan of the pie Gavin? <laughs> well I well no. <laughs> Jesus what a question I, what's your favourite type of pie? It's like the rock talking to Lillian Garcia. Do you like pie? Do you like Gavin, pie? are you a fan of the pie? Uh, I like a steak and gravy pie. Like. Steak and gravy. Same, same, same. Gravy, and you're a Rangers supporter, Gavin, I. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. You, know how the game, you know how the game works. Basically, you're going up against okay. one of the boys. I'm going to read you out a player profile. <laughs> I, I apologise for the construction that's going on in the background. It's like there's a fucking sword fight. It's like a Game of Thrones, man. It's like we're staying at a Spanish hotel, you know what I mean? The construction's <laughs> going on. You fucking man will walk in amazing when you book it and you turn up it's a building site. for help, man. Exactly. So the player profile, uh, what's, I'm going to read a description of the player. Once you know the name of the player, you buzz in with your buzzer. Uh, if you buzz it in uh, and you get it wrong, a hands control of play to the other person and it's first to two players that win. All right. Um, your buzzer's that kind of thing, those fucking chainsaw. <laughs> Gavin, what is your buzzer going to be? Holanda. Holanda, right? Nice, okay. Nice, nice. Uh, let's do a draw and find out who you're playing against. My, 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 my drawing equipment is going to usually use the chocolate, so basically, I'm going to flip a coin. Right. right. Okay. Three folks or two sides? I know. And they these assigned to heads. I've decided. We got to assign heads. <laughs> Do you know what? Okay, call it next time. Let's just make it an old firm uh, and you can go oh, off against Chris. Right, okay. Right, okay. So this week. Oh, so this, this is this construction's pretty be off this week. I think it's sad in the show. Right, oh, okay. so, shambles so, in it, man. so this week it is a Scotland top scorer. Since Scotland have been struggling with goals, it's some of the players that appear in Scotland's all-time goal-scoring list. Okay, he's ready. So you're playing, Chris. What's your buzzer? Fuck. I've- Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> okay, so first in with the correct answer. That's quite apt though, because it's Hollander. You went, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go, first player out then, boys. This player's career really kicked off at Stennis Muir and he was sent out on loan from his parent club. When he returned to Hibs, he managed 14 goals in 53 games, which earned him a move to Rangers. Where he would go oh, on to... Gav. Uh, Kenny Miller. It is Kenny Miller. Kenny 18 goals and 69 caps for Scotland. See, if you got to the section of it, Sally, could have got that one. <laughs> uh, we didn't talk about that at all. No. <laughs> 1-0, Gav. Next player out. Here we go. This is for the win, Gav. This striker is the seventh in the all-time leading scorers list alongside Robert Hamilton, and he scored 15 goals and 48 appearances for Scotland. In a career that spanned 2002 to 2010, he gained his first cap while at Motherwell, where he had fuck. James McFadden. James McFadden it is. 1-1. One, one. James McFadden. This is the decider. Here we go. 
With 38 caps to his name, this player debuted in 1984 while still at Watford. In 1986, while at Celtic, he was dropped from the squad by caretaker manager Alex Ferguson and not longer after the World Cup, made a move to France with Norm. Mo Johnson. It is Mo Johnson. Oh. How did you not get that one, mate? How did you not get that one? If it had got to the back, uh, didn't... you might have gone up. Uh, how do you, how'd you <laughs> like the apples? And the punnet. <laughs> I, I don't... I, I've, I've tried to erase that man's name from my mind. Thank God. Hang me. Hang me. Mojo. Mojo. Sorry, Gav. You've lost out. It's all right, but Gav, you can still have the pie. Hey! There you go. Gavin, thank you very much for coming on the Player Profile Playoff today. Really appreciate that. And remember, if you want to get pies for the weekend, go to piesports.com. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Well, guys, the Fitbit's back and our friends at Manscaped. They're here with our masterclass to get you ready for this new season. They are the leaders in men's grooming and they've done it again. They've just launched their fourth generation performance package. Listen to this. Included is their new lawnmower 4.0. We'll call it 4.0. Trevor! <laughs> the 4.0 will even have Paris Saint Germain jealous of your well-groomed package. <laughs> <laughs> Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the performance package 4.0 for now by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code DAFT. Now, let's talk about a time we've been using Manscaped. I use it every day. I use the ball toner. I never leave the door without using ball toner. I've just seen shell suit Bob to my left is wearing the Manscaped Breaks. I had a wee trim everywhere like a couple of weeks ago. Christ almighty, uh, you look like a fucking chicken. Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got the, the Manscaped pants on that are very comfortable. Well, I, uh, I'm in dire need. I've been using a ball toner, but I, uh, I need to use Manscaped right now because right now I'm getting bushy down there and I think it's about time I whipped out the Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped. It's here now. Whoa! This package is class. And from top to bottom, to take your grooming game to the next level, inside, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer weed whacker which does your ears and your nose hair trimmer and there's formulations and two free gifts right first off the new performance package 4.0 includes the new lawnmower this trimmer is a masterclass, and i'll tell you what it gives you a clinical trim on your balls the off season brought our team changes and we even saw Messi transferred this season though i'm with team manscaped thanks to the lawnmower for now the new technology has upgraded my midfield. Technology. <laughs> my new technology has upgraded my midfield and it makes sure my pubes aren't messy anymore. <laughs> the fourth generation trimmer, well, it features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their, their advanced skin safe technology. The lawnmower has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Oh, did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Rain or shine, the mates at Manscaped have you covered. Speaking of covered, do you have nose or ear hair? Oh, well, I'll tell you, mine's are the worst. Well, no fear. 
The performance package also includes the weed whacker to chop your worst weeds up to top in your nose and ear. And your hook. Aye, and your hook as well. Oh, I don't know if I get you done in your ass. No, but some people. Aye, coach, coach tells me that's what he uses to see his ass here. Is he? Well, anyway, the nose and hair, the nose and ear hair trimmer is also waterproof, and it provides a proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. And you can't forget the Manscapes liquid formulations, their crop preserver ball deodorant. I wear that every day, by the way. I'm no joking. Uh, it's for pre-game and crop reviver ball toner for a half times ball check. <laughs> Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. And I've even threw in two free gifts to the performance package, the Manscaped Boxers, as modelled by Bob, and the Shed Travel Bag. Your boys will be singing for joy wearing the new boxers. So, get 20% off and free shipping with the code DAFT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code DAFT at manscaped.com. Kick some overgrown pubes, hairs and grass. <laughs> That's meant to be your else. This season with Manscaped. As brought to you by Gradle on Football Daft. This week we have John in the studio. We have Toe. We have Shell Suit Bob. The scores right now. Use uh, use contemporary scores. I don't keep. I don't keep. Uh, John, I wasn't here last week. So I don't Chris know. is on nine. Stephen is on four, and I'm on four. <coughs> we need to offer a game here about John. No. What? Let's get in to the first riddle. I like to do this biscuit. I like to do this with my biscuits as I groom sheep. Duncan Shiro. Fucking oh, hell! Man. That is brilliant! Holy oh. fuck! Oh. Wow. It's annoyed me a wee bit. That's pissed that me off. really fast, man. So that that was really off. good. That was really good. I hate good. how intelligent you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to get them all. Trying, I knew you were. I was going to point in this thing, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was amazing how fast you got out there, man. I was sitting there like, Duncan Shiro. Right. Wow. Oh. I am the king. Of making sure my dogs don't run away. I am the king of making sure my dogs don't run Kenny away. Kenny Dalglish. Oh, didn't it? Nice, I was going for Rab Douglas. I'm fucking voting there. 10-5-4. 10-5-4. Yeah, I think this one will be a very easy one, right? So he's only get to run right here, right? I love this player so much, I kept the ticket after every match. Alan Stubbs. Oh! Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Pads, it is time 
for the El Dorado swanky moment of the week. Look at that. Look at that. Remember, as for LD at any swanky bar, as it's easy to drink, short, fruity, and finished with a trace of caffeine. Shall we try it? In Scotland's own. Yeah, Scotland's own, yeah. It's available at your local convenience store, and you can... Oh, oh, oh. Let's see that that bottle cracking open. Go on, so, go on, so. Go on. That's actually really nice. That's beautiful. Nice. It's like a nostalgic taste sensation in your gut. It tastes like caramel. Beautiful. beautiful. It is caramel in it. It's quite woody as well, quite earthy. You like the guys, you like that? Musky, quite musky. Tell you what. Mm, beautiful. Not the worst. Not mm, the worst. Mm. Yeah. So it is available at your local convenience store. And you can follow them now on Facebook and Instagram at El Dorado Tonic Wine or check them out at eldoradotonicwine.com. Come. So to celebrate the swanky taste of El Dorado, we are picking out the swanky moments from Scottish football and leaving you to vote on it on Twitter at Football Daft Pod. Last week, the choices were the Sunset Brothers, I'm feeling it. That was my choice mm-hmm. from the Rangers fans all singing it in unison at Ibrooks after we beat Celtic 1-0. Uh, uh, and Paul's it, eyes rolled to yes, the back of his head. Yes. Uh, another choice was Gary's choice. Surprising, but I liked it. It was different. Tony Watts goal. Yeah. I just heard somebody say that. <laughs> <laughs> and a broth legend himself. Ricky Gav- Little. Gavin Swanky. <laughs> so lads, I've got the results. Here we go. You ready? Got the results? Yep. All right. In third place, it was listener Scott's pick, Gavin Swanky, with 8%, which means it's now a two-way race between my choice and your choice for top spot here, Gredo. Right. Right. Second place with 12%. It's Grado's choice of Tony oh. Watts header against Dundee. 12%? I didn't, didn't think he'd have as much as that. <laughs> <laughs> Which leaves 80%. My choice was, of course, Sunset Brothers. Oh, I'm feeling it, guys. I think that probably tells you quite a lot. Oh, wrong button. There we go. There we go. I think that probably tells us quite a lot about it. Eighty percent. Eighty. It's a fucking landslide. Eighty percent. Kevin Chef has obviously voted for uh, Tony Watt. Aye, aye. Uh, or Gavin Swanky. <laughs> it was a it was a beautiful moment, but when I fell stadium was singing that, it was nice. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that this could be your three riddles. What? This. I think, I think I you will. Have every week. I you, will. You could be the one that gets the points here. Yeah. I don't know about this week, but, but this week. Oh, 100%. Obviously, boys, this week we need to pick one. Grado, I'll come to you last. Toll. For me, now, this never happened this week, but I've only seen it this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good friend of the show, Lee Miller. Oh, uh, yes. By the way, you need to get me in touch with Lee Miller for um, the hair hang. Is he, is he doing it? Aye. 100% is there any way we can get on Facebook or anything like that? I'm, I'm asking for a friend but uh, I just go aye, I'll get him on Facebook right, okay. I'll give him your number and get my gear phone Brilliant. right anyway so Lee Miller's young boy Lennon uh-huh. is just turned 14 uh-huh. and he's been playing for the Scotland under 17s right so that gives you an idea of the level he's on he's fire the young guy isn't he, he on his debut he scored for the halfway line. I mm-hmm. saw that. Mm-hmm. I wow. saw that go. Unbelievable. 11 aside pitches. 11 aside yeah. pitches, full wow. size Do pitches. Do you know what you're doing? No, I haven't saw it. It's amazing. A fucking belter. So mm-hmm. that is my swanky LD moment of the week. Right, mine's a wee bit different this week. Right, right. Scottish football. Right, Scottish football is one. Right, we're on. You, 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 you like Scottish football. Like Scottish, we all like Scottish football. So, my six year old son. He's got an obsession with football now, right? And he's just recently joined Clyde. 
Right, so he's playing with Clyde in the oh, Is he working with John? <laughs> <laughs> Very good jokes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right, but last week, last Monday night, right, they were all on their wee, like, five to six, all their wee age group, so he's playing the other night, right, and I swear to God, the pride I felt. Now, I always thought, I'm in the back playing him, doing it at the wee park when we're away playing him, but he was in with all these boys, and there was a couple of boys, quite big, I swear to God, he scored a goal that was, and I'm not just saying this because it's my son, it was Messi-esque, right? He got the ball, you've seen me playing football, he's a wee bit fast like myself, uh, he's, he's fast, right, he's fast, and he's ran with the ball, this big boy, I'm saying big boy, he's probably about seven or eight, right, but he was very tall compared to my boy, snapped him, right, mm-hmm. and he just got up, and he ran with the ball, and he rattled it into the top corner, and I swear to God, I nearly started greeting. Right? And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, and I'm then fucking at the end of it, at the end of it, they all had to practice, they all had to practice penalties. He was the only one that scored his penalty. Oh. He rattled it around oh. the tap corner again. He's I'm not just saying this, he's got something special. And that, that, thing. I, that that is my El Dorado. Oh. Scottish football swanky That's moment nice. of the week. So what you're saying is you're putting a wee big sexy wee Miller's boy up against your boy? Any day of the week. Oh. <laughs> there's only there's only one winner for the listeners, isn't there? Leo Purden. Leo, Leo, Leo his name's Leo Messi Purden. There <laughs> I mean, we go. There I we don't go. care if these wins have done anything good this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you I'll give you the listeners' choice from this week. It comes from Ethan, and he is nominating John McGinn's arse tactics. Now, I don't oh, know that, was that, that was quite funny. That was quite funny. That was quite John McGinn keeping the ball in the corner. In the corner. Big arse. And then the whistle went. He's giving it all right. John McGinn's arse tactics have been nominated by the listeners this Right, week. so we've got Lee Miller's boy, we've got my son, and we've got John McGinn's arse cradle. Well, I can't use that, and I've no saw anything else in football. Can I just you know, say something that I've done that I watched on the telly that was good? Aye, but... <laughs> right, well, I've been watching, it's obviously 9 Turning point. Turning point. Mm-hmm. Turning point, oh. and the George Bush one on BBC, I play a, where, That's by the way, funny. George Bush... Well, what's we talk about in the motor way? I should say that, because I've been watching a 9-11 documentary series called One Day in America. Right, what's that on National Geographic? National Geographic. Held about it, held about it. I need to tell you this bit, but I was telling Stevie, right, so one of the guys is in the building, the second building when it comes down, Mm -hmm. right, and he's walking about trying to find a way out and he sees this one guy, Mm -hmm. he says, right, come on, we need to go together, we need to work together, we need to get out of here, this is life and death. The guy says, right, so it's a security guard that he's bumped into. So they see a wee bit of light outside outside the, the rubble, they go, right, if we can get to that, then we can make our way through. So they finally get to it, and the guy says, listen, I'm really sorry, but you're a wee bit smaller than me, Jink, you'd be able to get through that to, to help us out. The guy says, I know, but so he crawls through, manages to get out, and fucks off and leaves again. <laughs> oh, fucking leaves him in the building. So, and is this guy still alive? Aye, the guy eventually managed to get out, but see, when, when he's shouting on him and all that, and the guy's just no selling it completely, just Aye. walking away. Wow. Like, That's me, I'm yeah, out here, fuck you, can I think? So how many parts is that? Uh, there's been six so far. There's only four or five of this one. The turning point, aye, the turning point one's good, but the, I'd say the Bush one's better just for the, the see the footage when they go to Air Force One. Mm-hmm. Because they said to Bush, they were like, here, you, the safest place for you is up there. Have right. you saw it all? Uh, no, That's a turning point as well. Did someone tell me today about that, that the, the Secret Service had to shave their fucking pubes so they didn't see there was any 
like anything to do Ramsey said that last night that he was that was Ramsey said that last night on Wrestling Dash and I, I was like what the fuck he was just being funny I think he was just being funny I thought he was being serious right lads well that is that's another advert for Manscaped swanky moments can I just double check this week's swanky moments is Lee Miller's boy which is Toll's nomination where did Miller's go my son's performance for Clyde his debut for Clyde McGinn's arse and 9 11 documentaries. Yes. <laughs> so head over yeah, to our Twitter now. We all, we all can be in trouble here. Yeah. <laughs> head over to Twitter now to vote with El Dorado Tonic Wine. Scotland's own is now Football Daft. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. Remember, you can now get more content from Football Daft on Patreon. Just in case you don't know what Patreon is, it's a subscription service that you sign up to not only to support the podcast, but you will also get more content. There are tiers from which you can choose from, and you can get everything from the video version of the show, the outtakes, teammates every week, a free t-shirt, and the chance to be a pundit on Rangers and Celtic Daft. Plus, versions of Celtic and Rangers Daft cameos from the boys, and the chance to come into the studio to watch us recording the show live. So... If you fancy any of that, get signed up now at patreon.com forward slash football daft. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com and football daft, all one word. Get involved now as we would love to welcome you to the squad. And talking of our teammates, here is Big Bad John himself with a belter. Worst dressed. The worst dressed in football. I wasn't the best dressed myself, if I'm being honest. <laughs> You're a bit rich from me coming for people about dressing sense and all that. The worst dressed. Um, there was a couple that Celtic. It's a case of who do I dig out there today? You know, who do I, <laughs> who do I throw under the bus? Basically, um, just trying to think. I play for I play for eight clubs. Liverpool's um, got you. Have been pretty bad. Yeah, Lubo and all. But I remember there was a there was a couple of nice shops in Glasgow at the time. I think we used to. I think I think the old firm teams used to keep crews, you know, in business, didn't they? At the time, remember, the, remember the shop crews? I'm not too sure if they're still around now. It's but still there, mate. It's still there. I see Edward and Cruz. Yeah, no, I don't think a lot of the lads had heard of Prada before they'd come to Glasgow, you know. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they're all dripping in Prada the next day, you know. But, uh, no, I can't really think. Uh, I'll, I'll, it'll come to me as we go on. Best finisher. Well, I've, been, I've been really lucky, lads. You know, I've been I've been ever so fortunate with the, with the players that I played with. Um, you know, you you're one of the one of the best finishers I played with, of course, was Henrik Larsson. And, and strangely enough, Henrik never never you know um, practiced his finishing too much. You know, he never stayed behind to practice his. But he's just technically just unbelievable, just a very, very natural player. Um, I played with Ian Rush, I played with Ian Wright, um, likes of Craig Bellamy, these guys as well, you know, what records, great great finishers, great goal scorers. Um, Stan Petrov was always very good whenever he got in behind this, the, the defence and whenever he got in 1v1, he had a terrific strike on him, Stan, lots of power behind his shots. And Stan Petrov was very good as well, but... Um, of course, you know, the King of Kings, Henry Glasson, you know, the, I don't think it's a record that he hasn't broke at Celtic. So, you know, he, he was on a different level, I have to say that. Worst trainer? The worst trainer, I'd, I'd have to say myself. <laughs> I'd have to say myself. Uh, you know, I wasn't the best of trainers, but 
I, I think I managed to get goals whenever I got the opportunity, you know. And uh, maybe if I had gone through my career, probably a stone, stone and a half lighter. Um, I had a good career. I played in the Premier League for 10 years with the likes of West Ham and Arsenal and obviously Celtic. But, you know, um, if, I, if I'd gone through my career a little bit lighter, I think I could have gone on again. I could have gone even bigger again. But uh, as I said, I, I was able to score goals and I got the best of what I had. But if I maybe knuckled down and got myself fitter and, um, and, and, and worked harder, then I think I could have gone higher again with the natural talent that I had uh, without tuning in too much to the diet and to the fitness side of things. Morniest. Uh, I think we all used to mourn. I think footballers generally have a reputation of, of mourning. Uh, you know, in, in the mornings when, when, when the coaches, you go on to the training ground and then, uh, you know, it's almost like, it, you know, it can be it can be cold mornings and someone's always mourning about the weather or if the coach is putting a, you know, a, a keep ball session on or a technical drill, somebody is mourning. Tomo, Tomo used to mourn a lot, Alan Thompson. Um, but I just think footballers in general, it, it's just part of it. I think it's just part of mourning, your natural mourners. Not every footballer, some, some, some of the guys are very positive when everything they do. But um, it used to be a case of, and, and it shouldn't really be that way because we're privileged, you know, we're out in the fresh air, we're doing something we love doing. Uh, we're playing football for a living, which is, uh, you know, a, an absolute dream, you know, for lots of people. It was my dream anyway to become a professional footballer. So you should embrace it as much as you can, but it doesn't always work like that. But there was, uh, you know, there's a lot of mourning goes on in football. <laughs> Who do you want to back you up in a fight? Uh, I'd back myself up. I wouldn't need anyone. <laughs> I think we've seen that on a certain video, John, didn't we? <laughs> but, you know, ultimately, I, I've seen loads of... Um, I played for Wimbledon, the crazy gang, and I, I can remember a, tro- a story where two of the lads were spoiling the session one day. Um, you know, they, they were going for it a little bit, kicking, kicking each other on the training ground. And Joe Kinnear, our manager, said, he said, right, lads, I've had enough of you two. Come on, over here. We walked about half a mile onto the next playing field and we walked it onto a rugby pitch. And he said to these two players, he said to the lads first, you're right, lads, form a circle, form a circle around the rugby pitch in the middle, in the centre circle. And he said to the two players that were spoiling his session over there, he said, right, lads, get in, have a fight. (laughs) He said to him, he said, go on. Have a fight. You two are spoiling my game over there. Spoiling <laughs> it for everybody else. Right, we've come all over here and have a fight. And of course, he did it more so to embarrass them. Aye. And say, look, you know, you're kicking lumps of, you know, whatever out of each other over there. What's your problem? Aye. You know, we were teammates. We went to be together. But I didn't mind the physicality. I, I, I enjoyed that side of the game. I think that's what a lot of managers brought me to football clubs because of my strength. And the fact that I was aggressive, you can't be overly aggressive because you sent off every week. I was only sent off twice in 220 games for Celtic mm-hmm. and one of them was rescinded. Uh, so it was only one sending off in five years, which, you know, you take that. Right. Well, the, actually, the correct answer to that question is Bobo Baldi. So we'll <laughs> yeah, Bobo's quite strong, yeah. Bobo <laughs> say, you know that. So we'll oh, you're on Mialby as well. You're on Mialby, we call him Dolph. Oh, big Dolph. Dolph. 
Best looking. Best looking. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Best looking. Let's have a look. Best looking. Who was um, hot? Was what? Who was hot? Well, Johan was, you know, Johan had lovely blonde hair and everything, didn't he? And, you know, he looked after himself. He was always in great shape. So I'll, I'll go for Johan. I'll be Most skillful. Skillful. Uh, I played with Ryan Giggs. You know, with the national team for 10 years. Um, Ryan was had a bit of everything, really. He had pace, he had skill, he could score a goal, he could make a goal. I think he's Manchester United's record, appearance, holder. Um, ridiculously skillful, um, you know, fantastic. So, again, uh, you know, I'm really fortunate. I, I played with Paul Merson at Arsenal and uh, and other great players as well. Right, he was very skillful. Uh, skillful. Henrik was very skillful. Did you play with the Canio at West Ham? No, I didn't. They no. uh, they bought they bought the Canio out of the money they got for me. Right. I left. I left on the Wednesday to go to Wimbledon, and they signed the Canio. Harry Redknapp signed the Canio from Sheffield Wednesday on the Thursday. So, um, yeah. but he's a player. I missed him at Celtic, and I also missed him at West Ham. So, um, a great player, Maverick as well. You know, a character. So. He's one that uh, I would love to have, you know, shared the pitch with. I think we'd have probably been decent as well as a pairing because I could nod him down. He could take them on. He could make goals for me, and he'd have been a great partner for me. I think on this teammates, man, Ryan Giggs is probably the best answer we're ever going to get. FMD. Unless yeah, you, unless you trade Henrik Larson. Ah, come on, but Ryan. Giggs. Well, Henrik, <laughs> Henrik, Henrik, and everything. I, I could put Henrik at the top of each of each category. Henrik was good looking as well, wasn't he? You know, good-looking guy, Swedish. Wouldn't have struggled um, in a night out, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Teacher's pet. Frank Lampard at West Ham had a good time because, you know, he was a great player, Frank, and he went on to become a brilliant player. Um, but I wouldn't say, you know, he was he was in the team because of his dad, because his dad was a coach. He worked his socks off to get into the team and he went on to have a great career that he had. But... Um, you know, Frank Frank was a great professional. He couldn't do anything wrong, you know. And, of course, Harry and, and Frank Sr., I think they're, they're brother-in-laws. I think they're both married to two sisters. So he wasn't going to shout He wasn't gonna shout too often at his, at his nephew, was he? But, uh, as I said, but Frank was a wonderful player and he got into the team because of his talent. And he went on to have an incredible career. Worst taste in music? Well, we used to play a bit of U2. To be honest, look, we're talking. I, I played for Celtic in 2001 to 2006. We're talking 14, 15 years ago now when you two were at their best. Uh, an Irish band, you know, Celtic being an Irish club with a lot of Irish players, uh, Irish supporters. So Bono and you two was a lot of the guys. Hero Martin O'Neill loved loved uh, loved you two as well. So it just used to be the normal sort of you two songs and things like that on the bus and. You know, it wouldn't be nothing, you know, rapping or whatever it was. Or, or <laughs> whoever, wanted that, whoever wanted that on, they could have it on on their earphones, you know. It was just always pretty sensible, to be honest. I can't imagine many clubs now playing YouTube before the games. These no, exactly, Grado. You're spot on, mate. Yeah, they don't all have their stuff now, their personal stuff. Oh. And 
and everything else that they follow. But I'd like to have had a bit of Tom Jones on there. Stereophonics, class. Best you've played with. Well, I played again, uh, you know, very, very fortunate. But if I'm in Scotland, I say Henry Glasson. <laughs> and if I'm in London, I say Dennis Burkamp. Oh, you know, oh. There you go, Stevie. He's just beat that Ryan Giggs grandson, hasn't he? Jesus Christ, yeah, man. Ryan Giggs, Dennis Burkamp. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but, um, you know, I have to say, um, Henrik, what can you say about him? You know, he's ridiculous, wasn't he? The goals he scored, the amount of goals, the consistency. I think it's like 242 goals in 315 games. You know, that, that, that that's freakish, really. Um, and obviously, what he did then when he left the club, he went on and won a Champions League at Barcelona, played for Man United. And again, Dennis Bergkamp, you know, Dennis was just on a different level. He was the best player at Arsenal. Everybody knew it. Dutch master uh, did it for his country. Did it in World Cups. So you know it's very difficult to split them. As I said, they, they were both just on a different level altogether. Altogether, Dennis Bergkamp and Henrik Larsson. But um, as I said, I, I had great success with them both. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notitfaultclaims.com. Well, so that was a <clears throat> noisy show. I would do apologise. I mean, for once, we're not the noisiest cunts on it, do you know uh, what I mean? No, it was, I mean, there's a lot going on, man. At least the guy doing the painting, like, he's a rare day, isn't he? Ah, he's having a good few weeks. Enjoying himself, <laughs> heard a few ditties coming in. Uh, <laughs> I've been really trying, baby. <laughs> Aye, all right, mate, I, calm yourself. I don't think they've said to him what they're recording things in the next The weird thing is, this is the end of the show, and I think they're shifting. I know, that's, that's it. quiet, man. That's it, that's it. That's good, Really, really good show. It's good to finally see everybody back together and all that. Nice to see you. Aye, it's good to see you uh, feeling better, too. Thank you. Aye, uh, aye. My arsehole is dry. Oh, good. That's nice. Good, 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 <laughs> good. good. So, uh, we, had a wee, we had a wee jaunt to the mini golf today, didn't we? Well, it, I mean, for our listeners, I wish they could have seen it because it did look nice. I know. I don't think Kevin Chef gets the concert, does No, I don't think he does. No, no I, don't I don't think so. I think he just phones us up. Because what he's pals. Uh, uh, and do you know what I like, man? I love how John talks to him, man. Uh, you feel, you feel like you him? That's, you feel like you nice. shine your shoe, man. Uh, no. <laughs> he pays your wages, mate. Yeah. We obviously appreciate everybody that listens to the show, and we love Kev the Chef the bit. I mean, you know what I say? No, no, no. no, 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 no we, we love Kev the Chef. Aye. You hear like that, Kev? That, that's nice, but it's a podcast, mate. It's a podcast. Well, so you've got to think of the audio listeners. Obviously, if you want to see a tour of Golf Fang, you can get to sign up to Patreon.com. Golf Fang. <laughs> if you want to see Golf Fang, you can see a video yeah, version. If you want to see Golf Fang or whatever the fuck it's called. Sign up to the Patreon, folks. Yeah, you can see the tour of Golf uh, Fang, courtesy of Kev the Chef. Oh, amazing. Uh, no Rangers to sell. Oh, there is Rangers to sell. Next yeah, week coming back up. next week. Next talking week. about this weekend's yes, fixtures. Yes. And Connie McLaughlin, BBC correspondent, is going to be our guest on Football Daft mm-hmm. Mates this week. Nice one. Love Perfect. It. Everybody, thanks for joining in, and we'll see you next week live on Football Daft.